I'm a businesswoman, and my business is knowing yours. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing here. Well, I think we do, and that agenda, number one through ten, is Beverly Hills. You guys, it's Andy's. Ooh, my, just went through puberty again for the <laughs> first and a half time. It's Andy's Girls. It's episode 317. I'm so excited to have a new guest on the People's People's Couch, someone whose content I have loved for literal years, and I'm so excited to have her on. Andy's Girls, you know her as the creator behind Bond... <laughs> I just mispronounced Bonjour. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Six years of French and three trips to Paris later. Um, you know her as the creator behind Bonjour Bitches blog and the shop operator behind the merch shop that gives back Feminist Cringe, whose current sales beneficiary is the Trevor Project. Welcome to Andy's Girls, Priscilla. Priscilla, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to have you, but I I do have to say that um, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one this week. I know we had a great episode of Dubai. Things are happening on Atlanta. I remember. I don't, but I but I do, but it I happened. don't. It <laughs> happened. Something happened. I remember it was great. I remember it was great. Marlo was there. And I love her. Marlo life. is everything. That's but, the takeaway. Yeah, that's the takeaway. But there's a lot happening or not happening or being discussed that happened or whatever <laughs> on Beverly Hills. And I, I want to get your thoughts on it. But first and foremost, when did your relationship with Bravo begin? Do you remember a moment when you were like, oh, this is for me? Yes, there was a pivotal moment. And I... I believe I was in college. I had tonsillitis in semi-adulthood mm. and I was really sick. And I was on the couch watching Vicki Gunvalson scream into her phone about a family van. And oh, we love an OG. We love an OG. <laughs> and it cured my illness. Did it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Cause your tonsils were like, I can hear that crazy woman yelling. Mm -hmm reject me from this spot, pull back, pull back. Cause we don't want to turn into that. God forbid. <laughs> they receded in fear. <laughs> oh my God. And how do you find yourself thinking of this whole, uh, Dorinda's day camp spinoff that's happening? The whole Dorinda V Vicky of it all oh in the gosh. press, Michigas. Have you been tracking this bullshit? I think so. Wait, did something happen that I might not have heard about? Vicky said that Dorinda's house was like an old musty whatever. And Dorinda was like, well, at least my boyfriend didn't fake cancer. Is that what it was a retort to? Okay, that's brilliant. Oh, but like, I feel, I feel like Bluestone Manor is a musty old house with like tons of character. But like, yeah, it's like an old, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I die for it, it but also it is, it, it's not a question of like, if you don't like it, you don't have style. I mean, because I think a lot of people had some questionable opinions or rather, rather some questions regarding the fish room, but Correct. Yes. I think for Dorinda, it's an interesting tactic where she's like, this woman doesn't have taste or style. And also she's a lush, <laughs> which... For Dorinda to say that, Dorinda was like referencing on delays on her Radio Andy show being like, this woman dances on tables at Puerto Vallarta. And I'm thinking like, ma'am, we don't want to go down that path, do we? Because <laughs> you're going to get about a step and a half. And I'm pretty sure steps are things that Dorinda wants to avoid at all costs. Yeah. They, according they, to her last season on New York. I... I think there might be some of those, it might be some of those situations where on the surface, these two women appear very different, but, but they are budding up because they are in some ways very similar. Yeah, I think that this is like, we should all just try to enjoy this as much as we possibly can, because I would much rather hear Dorinda and Victoria yell about a fucking house 
than COVID and politics. And that is the path we're allegedly going on the show. Oh, no. So I'm just trying to treasure yelling about bullshit instead of like stuff that matters, but <laughs> opinions that maybe do or do not. Like, I just, I don't want to be anywhere near that. I don't no. want to be anywhere near it. Just yell about your damn house. And you know what? I'm tired of reliving COVID while I'm still kind of living through it. Right? Like, not kind of, but like very much. Very much. Very yeah. much. <laughs> People I know are like, guess what fucking got me eight years later? I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yep, they're dropping like flies again. Again, <laughs> they never stop dropping. So, and also P.S., like, I don't know how to say this, but Vicky, <laughs> this is a le- super allegedly, but like Vicky had a um, cold or something before going to film, but she said she didn't know where it came from, but also refused to test oh, God. or something. There was like some weird thing that was like super cringe and I might be getting this wrong and I'm so sorry if I am but I don't think I am honestly I really don't think I am that there was like some weird like I had a cold but it's not related to that other thing but I'm not gonna test for it just take my word for it because that's worked out very well for Vicky in the past yeah mm-hmm. so I think some of that might come up too maybe okay yeah it's gonna be tough yeah. It's going to be tough. They're going to have the arguments that we wish we could have with some people in our lives. <laughs> Do it. This you know? is my worst nightmare is having these arguments. I I'd be like, I'm going to tap out. Let's yell about the house some more. <laughs> I'm good. I want to know how Tamra is going to react to this. I want to see in Tamra, because Tamra's done an interesting job of aligning herself with people mm-hmm. who she maybe shouldn't align with. Vicky. Teddy not to compare the two but why not so it's like I want to see Tamara's face during these arguments to see how she is going to figure out how to support Vicky or Dorinda or stay out of it or use her voice or just let these two women battle like that's actually I think going to be somewhat interesting yeah and well I think this is one of those things that's like so fraught it's not just like whether or not you liked someone's dress or you insulted someone's husband like you could be infecting people with something that kills them (laughs) yeah it's far beyond the privilege kindness yeah (laughs) it's it's that other kind of kill them with kindness which i would prefer i mean (laughs) we saw the kindness being going viral on girls trip era one mm-hmm. where it was rich women playing on a beach which honestly is more my thing yeah there's only one way to find out and that's to go to, to, to watch, watch. yeah <laughs> someone recently on ag said that andy was quoted and again i'm gonna fuck this up so like welcome to tonight but as saying this was like his dark twisted fantasy and and it feels like it's gonna be it's gonna be to not to borrow words from beverly hills might be pretty dark, might even be slightly uh, problematic, a little bit complicated. I like that that Bravo's answer to this is just to like, to, to the heavier things is just to come out with some shit like this and just make chaos. Yeah, I mean, the you know what you're doing. The second you, know you say, let's have it at Dorinda's, you, you know the path that you're going. This isn't, we're not yachting. This isn't yacht life, like... Well, and that'll be interesting, too, because it's not particularly neutral territory, like in the other trips, you know, this is her literal house. Mm -hmm. I mean, who's going to get the fish room? Does it exist anymore? Didn't she redo? She did redo it, but I think she kept at least a fish. Once again, there's only one way to find out is to to watch it i mean we're um damian bellino og of the ag and i are doing a live streaming show the night of the first couple episodes Ooh. dropping and it's gonna be a shit show well, yeah. I, not the live show the live show is gonna be amazing but the drop is gonna be intense i think it's gonna be a dark twisted fantasy i really do i'm excited i'm a little turned on are you no but i'm excited <laughs> 
say before we shift gears to Beverly Hills, which I want to talk about for literally 18 hours, which which we will. We'll be here all night, plus mm-hmm. I guess another day or whatever. Math is fun. <laughs> a long um, weekend. Long, <laughs> it's, it's, it's worthy or not, but we got to talk about it regardless. Um, you know, there's the question that a lot of people get asked of who's your favorite housewife. And I like to subvert that or judge it just a little bit and ask the question, who is your spiritual housewife, which is not necessarily your favorite, although it can be. Who is the housewife, if one exists in the pantheon, of someone who you either find your, who you connect with, either because you see yourself in them or you see aspects of yourself that you're working on in them. It doesn't just have to be like, oh, so-and-so is fun and so am I you know like those are, it's not fun Shannon isn't necessarily the really the reason that Shannon is my spiritual housewife <laughs> do you have a, a housewife that you connect with that you would call your your spiritual your spiritual h-dubs I'm like pulling up all the cast pictures so that I can look look oh. and be like who is it I mean, we've got Atlanta, we've got New Jersey, we've got New York. This is a hard one. We've got other cities, Salt Lake, Potomac, Dallas. Is it weird if I say Steph Hallman? Why would that be weird? It's your, there's know. no wrong answer unless you say Danielle, in which case we got to go because technical. <laughs> <laughs> I think just scrolling through, she stuck out to me because... She's silly in similar ways that I like, I feel like we'd have a really fun time and she wears her flaws on her sleeve and I feel like has made attempts to better and see things like, and she and her husband like worked on stuff and she made him respect her more. I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so because you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> and I've had 30 seconds to think about it. I think her. Amen. Yeah. Well, I think that's a that's a great response too, because I think Stephanie Holman, you know, she came across as very like open hearted, mm-hmm. empathetic, caring, funny, silly, um, respectful, res- you know, of other people's feelings mm-hmm. often. Um yeah, I think that's a great, that's a great housewife. She's not perfect, you know, like. No, that's why she was on the show. But yeah. <laughs> We're not aiming for perfection here. We're yeah. aiming for humanity, for better or worse, oftentimes the latter. Mm. Um, with just a zhuzh, which is just a little dash of the former. Um, but I do want to shift gears a little bit because, listen. It's time. It's time. Uh, so we were actually scheduled to record earlier today. And right before recording, you mentioned you were an episode on Beverly Hills. And I said, Atlanta? And you said, Beverly Hills. I'm one and episode I was, behind, yeah. And I was like, cool. How about we reschedule this? <laughs> <laughs> this is urgent. <laughs> this is an urgent call, which is not something I have recorded before with people who don't watch 90% of Housewives to have an hour-long conversation about Housewives. But I felt like it was important with this because if nothing else, the last couple episodes this last week in particular, and also the most recent Watch What Happens Live, have all really focused on the confusing nature related to topics general and closer to nuance, if that makes any sense. like. It has been an interesting kind of journey. And I want to get your thoughts having just watched the newest episode, just even your reaction to it, if there's a way to encapsulate that at all. I I was overwhelmed. And I think I definitely looked at it through a different lens than I would have if we weren't if if we weren't gonna have this conversation. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that we almost like reset or yeah. we did reset because there is, you said this earlier, there's so much to unpack in this episode. And, but, and it was like this slow burn, like mother and daughter relationships, like, and with Lois passing and Lisa, like Mm. I was crying and I was sitting there like, I hope this is how 
I am with my daughter and the, and my granddaughters and that we can have this fun together and and that she will feel in, almost empowered by our by not by my passing but like with the memory of me you know what I mean yeah of course and that was just like this kind of I don't know that was very moving for me because of the like genuinely good relationship that they had you could tell it was real and we got to see Rinna be vulnerable and we really I know she's had she really causes the stories to move but we don't get to see her be vulnerable I don't think ever even when she's talking about the issues with her daughters she's she knows exactly what she's going to say most of the time Mm -hmm. so it was it was nice to see her let her guard down or not be performative Mm -hmm. um and to yeah for us to see her vulnerability um and the crystal thing is just like eating away at me because I see I understand why she brought it up all she wanted to I feel like all she can't say is or hasn't been able to say yet is look it affected me for so long because more happened than you saw. We don't have to get into it, but I'm not overreacting. There's more to the story. You don't need to hear it because I've moved on, but I'm letting you know why that there are other things that contributed to me needing time to get over this mm-hmm. and why it's, and because I think she was initially bringing up a good uh, point of reflection, although I, don't know that talking about Dorit's cutting into the conversation about Dorit's robbery was maybe the best time, but it seemed like maybe a ripe example for her to make that, just bring that example or whatever. I just think she's struggling to express why she's doing this in a way that resonates with these women. Yeah, and I I hear you, and I also, you know, I've really struggled with this. Like, no joke, I did post on social that it was I was like slightly spiraling from, because I have changed my perspective on it no less than seven hundred times. Yeah, OG of the AG Damon Bellino and I haven't engaged in maybe six thousand voice memos about this very topic, and we go from agreeing with each other to like disagreeing but then we're still agreeing but we're definitely disagreeing but we're agreeing and we're both sort of frustrated not to speak on his behalf um but I just kind of feel okay so if I'm gonna just keep it a hundred like let's not even pretend to filter because they're doing enough filtering on our behalf Mm -hmm. um I think that something happened during the conversation where Kyle was present and I think that following that weekend And this is something that both Sutton and Crystal have taken note of and mentioned in a general sense prior to this happening. There was some sort of conversation that took place between them where they agreed to let it go. And I think that they had taken note of what was happening elsewhere in the cast and they decided to let the mouse go Mm -hmm. together as a collective. So there was some sort of agreement. Mm -hmm. And I think when Garcelle said to Crystal, you would have said she had said something regardless of whether or not she had said something because you essentially had a bone to pick with her. Crystal was like, not only is that wrong, but I was actually I have been Mm. protecting this person. But here is where it all went to shit. Crystal, I think, has been thought she was upholding her end of the bargain with Sutton. By not mentioning the details, but Sutton decided for all intents and purposes that the agreement was null and void the second a general suggestion that there was more to the conversation happened. Mm. So Sutton then said, here is what I said, not something that night, but something the next day, which Kyle immediately connected with which Garcelle immediately connected with, which the group immediately connected with, which doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. according to me to the terms of 
dark and problematic. Mm -hmm. I would not question Crystal's use of it, but I would get into a conversation about like, where is the opinion rooted here according to the story that we just heard about the jacuzzi? Mm -hmm. Then Crystal goes on Watch What Happens Live. Andy seemingly attempts to continue to sell the story. The jacuzzi story is the story. Crystal looks a little bit uncomfy something Mm -hmm. a little bit but agrees with him and then a moment later says that's not the story that story to me is not problematic there was something else there so what we are now hearing is crystal on the show apologizing to Sutton for hurting her character which is a weird position to take Noting that if these women have an agreement, they're both sort of going against it, Mm -hmm. both Crystal and revealing this information, regardless of whether she had a reason to. And Sutton now trying to sell that Crystal is just saying bad things about her character for no reason. But then on Watch What Happens Live, Andy and Kyle and her confessional are both trying to connect the dots to this day after story. But Crystal is still doing the thing she did before, which is saying something else happened. But we just came off an episode where she's agreeing with them that that was the story. This is like such a clusterfuck. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why it's happening. Like Crystal at one point, you know, has has made the argument. I've made the argument that like, why isn't Sutton asking why isn't anyone asking Sutton what she said instead of asking me, which I thought was a valid point. But people Mm. have since asked Sutton. Mm -hmm. Sutton is now telling this story, which you were saying is what happened, but isn't what happened. I don't understand. I think both of these women need to acknowledge that whatever side agreement that they have is no longer working for either of them or both of them. And to just be honest... Is that not, it's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to mom. Well, there's only one loser there though. Who's the loser? Well, potentially Sutton. I think, I think the loser in this right now is Crystal. Right now. Crystal looks like Sutton selling the story that Crystal is both agreeing to, but not. And then there comes a point where they're questioned at that long fucking gorgeous table and, And Sutton is even one of the people to cut off the question to Sutton by saying, oh, we talked about a lot. It was a long night. And then there is this awkwardness between the two of them where Mm -hmm. they seem to be selling the same story. But it's like, guys, you're not selling. Well, Mm -hmm. it's not even that you're smarter than that. It's like you're you're both not on the same page about how to sell this story. I think you were on the same page to never bring it up. But Garcelle asked a kind of provocative question to to. uh, to crystal regardless of whether or not you agree with it crystal felt like she needed to defend herself then the agreement i think is pretty much over at that point yeah because where do you think this is gonna go yeah i think i think you are 100 percent right and i'm really interested to see what else is left in the rest of the season as far as this goes but i think crystal is now witnessing it play back and how ridiculous it looks that this how, was how ridiculous what looks the jacuzzi part yeah because it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense so now she's in real time dealing with the season coming out yeah and she's fed up so maybe she won't go all the way to reveal what Sutton says because it maybe it is extremely damaging but she's not gonna sit there and be like yeah this is the reality I live in well, but who is okay? If she reveals it, who who is more damaged by with Crystal revealing what allegedly happened with Sutton, or if she doesn't reveal it? I think she's damaged worse if she doesn't because it. The, the I wouldn't say this except that she herself said it on Watch What Happens Live on Wednesday ish night. She said that that's not the story that was problematic. That makes all of this bullshit. That's why I'm like spiraling about this because it, we can't argue that six plus seven equals 89 because we know it doesn't because she went on live TV and said it doesn't. It's landing with me in a new way as you're saying it, because again, I'm fresh off this thing, but you're right. Right. She's sitting there agreeing 
on camera, yes. Because saying, she thinks yes, that's a part of the agreement with Sutton. Mm -hmm. You're right. Yeah. She thinks that, okay, maybe I, I'm, I'm, this is not based on anything, but I think she's thinking, okay, I told her that I wasn't going to reference it. For some reason, this is now like Crystal's burden to carry, which is a whole other cannabis mm -hmm. goss, but like, Crystal's like, okay, I told her I wasn't going to reference it. I referenced it. What, however, she's trying to sell this. Let's just let her sell it. But now you are coming out of this not looking honest, honest. And then the women are doing to you what they are accusing you of doing to them, which is referencing reputational damage stuff without providing evidence. What Rinna did in her confessional what Sutton did at the table. You have a habit of doing this. You have a habit of just trying to get a power move with with um and and doing whatever it takes, which if I was Crystal, I would be really pissed in that moment. Mm -hmm. Like I would say, where's the evidence of that? Just just talk. Like yeah. I don't even understand how you guys knew each other before the show or what friends you have in common or whatever else, but like I don't know. Or maybe your personality is to just take it. But I don't think taking it pays off on Housewives. Yeah. Being the bigger person on Housewives does not pan out when the edit is not on your side, which isn't to say that this stuff doesn't exist. I'm sure it does. If this conversation happened in that little trio, cameras weren't going to go down in the middle of it. I'm sure that they have it. Mm -hmm. But if they're not showing the footage because they don't feel like they're pushed into it or they feel like they have a, a, a sort of an around, like a way to U-turn so that they don't have to reveal stuff that could be damaging to Sutton, why are we thinking that they're going to? Or does it not matter in your head? Like to, to take the bigger... Because you want to be that kind of friend does not make you a good housewife. It does not mm -hmm. give you longevity on the show. Maybe that doesn't matter to her. But like from a work product perspective, <laughs> agreeing with someone who you know is maybe lying to protect her character, but maybe hurt yours. Mm -hmm. I don't under, I would not, but this is my personality type. I wouldn't do that. I, I think I have. I'm too instinctive and reactive in a negative way. Like, I think I would be like, well, fuck you then. Like, let's have a conversation. Like, mm -hmm. you want to say the jacuzzi thing and you want to talk about reputation? Why don't you tell the group what you actually said during that long night? Like, what is the purpose here of continuing a narrative that we know is false? Yeah. Well, and turning the heat up, too, and potentially, like, bringing dirt out, like, like it was Sutton that said that she like talks behind people's backs in society or something, right? That was her. Sutton said it, and then um, and then Rinna, Rinna said it in it a up. confessional. Rinna was like, "Well, I would never reference that, but I did also hear that, so here I am referencing it." <laughs> Cheers! I'm, I'm sorry. She's the best. Like, I, like I know she's <laughs> awful, but like, I, I think she's top tier. I think she's so perfect <sighs> because she's, she's so imperfect. Like, sorry, Ryan Bailey. I know you hate her, but like, she's so perfect to me. Oh my god well that's a that's, that's a another movie. episode anyway. why do you think she's perfect because she's so messy she yeah 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 she's like a villain she's a lovable villain she's a villain yeah yeah she's messy as hell yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. her her core is vil her core is straight vil she's an anti-hero <laughs> yeah she's straight up she you don't even need the rocks for that she take her like a shot yeah so how do we how do we process this how do you process this if you are crystal who has just agreed that the jacuzzi thing was the thing. I don't know, but one thing that does shine a light on is how four-dimensional this world has become. It's oh. not just the show. I love that. We are in touch with these people. They're reacting like they're, you know, Watch What Happens Live is like mini reunions and like, it's a, you know, they get to say other things that spark storylines later on. I mean, it is all this web now it's not just we're watching TV and then and then like having the reunion. It is just become an ecosystem. The housewives, it's yeah. TV, it's HBO. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're getting. Yeah. We're getting the HBO marketing campaign from our youth. Like mm -hmm. if you were a housewives producer selling us on the jacuzzi, United Colors of Benetton. I just love seeing diverse faces loving each other, which is, I don't even know. 
I don't even know how any I like that's so it's not on me to but it's just like in what in what universe would that be the thing that's more problematic than Sutton's I don't see color talking about being targeted as a woman of the south like I don't like how do we what do you if you're what? What, what what do you think of Garcelle saying? By the way, I think that was a setup. Oh, at the first thing that kicked it off. Mm-hmm. The context is, you're saying that the only other woman of color in the cast would use racism. race bait. Yeah, I don't love that. I I I don't. But also, it's Garcelle's friend. I don't know. I believe her that she believed that in the moment, but I also think what a wild thing to say mm-hmm. on camera, understanding mm-hmm. what this woman has also shared. I I don't know, but also like you want the information. Yeah. You're, you know, lobbing a little bit of a bomb in the air. What happens when it doesn't go off? <laughs> I mean, you're really pushing. What what was the expectation there of how she would respond? Like, did Garcelle really think she'd be like, wow, that's a great point. Absolutely. No, you, you're. But maybe that wasn't the point. The point was for Garcelle to share how she felt and she felt that way. Mm-hmm. But I do think it inspired all of this. I don't think Crystal would have referenced this had that not been said. But I don't want to take away from yeah. Crystal's. Uh, ability to make the choice for herself of what she wants like ultimately Garcelle asked a question and Crystal felt like she needed to defend herself in the response by saying not only is that not true but I was actually protecting your friend because she said a whole lot worse Mm -hmm. I don't think that conversation would have happened aside from Garcelle asking the question yeah but I also don't blame Garcelle for asking it if that's how she felt you know what I'm saying yeah. like it's so fucked up yeah not not even the question this whole situation is so fucked up because mm-hmm. Crystal said I'll watch what happens if that wasn't <laughs> so now I'm like supposed to watch these episodes and pretend that this is the thing that we're fighting about and all of these women are gonna be like oh my god I can't believe that she was saying the jacuzzi scene is this but we all know that it that wasn't the thing because that's what she said but she still won't tell us what happened yeah. it's like how do we process this yeah it'll be really interesting to see if they keep trying to like run this circle literally into the ground because it's not going anywhere and and also genuine question does crystal want us to know what was said like how does this work in in her favor for mm-hmm. us not to know at this point because according to the audience and many people don't watch watch what happens like they mm-hmm. they aren't gonna necessarily see those clips so they're only gonna go off of beverly yeah, hills and frankly to a certain point they should be going off of the content that we see on the show like this isn't a successful season if we have to rely on the imagination station of wondering what the editors have mm, to like mm-hmm. tell us how the story should be told. I don't think that that is a successful season. We should be able to follow a storyline without it being breaking 19 extraneous walls because it's exhausting and the content never ends. Like (laughs) I need to be able to follow some sort of path here on the show. And with Crystal, I'm like, how does she win here? Like what does winning look like to Crystal? And I don't want it to be coming out of this, the best person. That's not, that's not the housewife's path. That's not the instruction manual. Like, <laughs> how do you, do you want people to know what Sutton said? I don't care if Sutton doesn't want people to know. My instinct is she doesn't. I do not care anymore. I want to know what Crystal wants us to know because she's giving us a lot of mixed signals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And intimations and like side eyes and confessional yada yada and going on watch what happens it's a lot of mixed stuff i want to know what she wants us to know maybe she doesn't know i think she's really in over her head i think beverly hills a lot of these women are veterans for the most part they're they're all they are yeah yeah. Um, she's the newest to the cast aside from diana who's like 
I mean, lived 19 lives at this point. That woman can get through anything with a smile. Yeah, is- that's yeah. I, I think I think it would be really hard to navigate just being in that environment. And I think like however many there are, like seven out of nine of them know how to play this game. And I don't think she and Sutton necessarily do. And the other thing is this would break the fifth wall that has not yet been broken. That is that we all suspect and know is going on, which is alliances. And, and, you know, produced storylines within themselves and these like, you know, planned situations. Yeah. But, where is the Crystal Garcelle Sutton alliance? I see literally no alliance. There is no the some- agreement not to tell. If it comes okay. out that yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. off season they got together and they were like, "This is how this storyline is going to go," that's something that we all pretty much know happens. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to know that it happens. And in this situation, it's—I mean, it's already to your point, like pretty much proven. But like. You're right. Everyone will look bad if they come to the table saying that. Crystal said to Kyle's face, you were there. You just weren't paying attention or Mm. too drunk to remember. Now we are supposed to believe that that Kyle was never there. And it was a side story. Then Kyle and her confessional is like, ding, ding, ding. See, I told you guys what happened didn't actually even happen. It was a side conversation that Sutton told me about uh, on the side the next day. Like, this doesn't make sense. We are too smart as Bravo Mm -hmm. viewers to take them at their word because Mm -hmm. their word, everybody's word keeps changing. Yeah. So much. Mm -hmm. I I mean, at a certain point, when do you throw in the towel and, and maybe this will happen? Not even, I don't, I don't, think we can move on from this without I, i'm sorry like i'm not, I'm not ready to move on <laughs> no, but like i'm stalled here a little yeah. bit we can't just pretend that this didn't happen when things that are being referenced are incredibly challenging with a lot of um layers and importance here and i think that sutton is genuinely nervous about what she said mm-hmm. i also think as sutton said and as crystal has said sutton has learned an awful lot in the last year and has grown and evolved however that doesn't take away from her maybe saying something and i can't get past the idea that like we're protecting her from being held accountable maybe for something that she said. And I don't really give a shit if like Kyle doesn't remember Rena's doing her own stuff. Erica Jane is just out for Sutton's blood and is like only participating in ways that can like, she's playing the long game of like fucking with Sutton. Diana's about to fuck with Sutton. Somebody else. I forget. Dorit is present and God bless. (laughs) Yeah. And Garcelle, who I think has the right to know yeah. what's going on, especially if she's now believing because her friend told her that this is about a jacuzzi moment. Well, yeah, and that's another layer of this is is because because Garcelle really just and I believe she said this almost word for word. She wants to know the truth about her friend yeah. so that she can make decisions about that friendship and right and that would be yeah how how does that move forward if Sutton told her to her face that's it this is what was said that's it move on and and trying to like make the jacuzzi thing happen and what happens if we find out that the jacuzzi thing which we've already found out if we watch watch what happens live or listening to this podcast right now what happens if we find out that the jacuzzi thing isn't what happened and that Sutton knows that that's not what's being discussed and Garcelle finds out that Sutton maybe lied to her well and then we're seeing Sutton knowing that she let's hypothetically knowing that she did something problematic and that in her way and not well i think i think crystal just stepped in it and I initially did just want to say look you guys weren't respecting my feelings maybe there's more to the story that you don't know and that's 
you should it give me the, the benefit of that doubt. And everyone, yeah, and everyone went for it. They're like, what more was said? Because they, they know this game. Yeah. I think, you know, so Sutton in the show, not in real time now, is like really trying to still stick to her agreement or her decision to protect. But then at that dinner, when Sutton or when Crystal is clearly like, still digging in to not do it Sutton turns around and is like well you talk a lot of shit and you do this and you do that so it, it I think it's it will be interesting to see how Crystal continues if now Sutton's going to turn around and attack her character just with what she can yeah I mean it's a, yeah a hundred percent and also the idea that she said like you assassin she said something along the lines of Sutton said something along the lines to Crystal like you assassinated my character twice can I just ask a really dumb question? Because I now actually think that I'm losing it. And I did go to the grocery store this morning in a nightie without realizing it until I had stepped outside of my apartment and was like, why do I feel naked right now? Oh, that's why. So I'm doing, I'm at a thousand percent success. I'm doing great. But what was the first time that Crystal, quote unquote, assassinated Sutton's character? Is she saying that the first time that crystal did something wrong was when crystal held her accountable for the you don't see color remarks no i think it's the um the violation oh violation oh, okay because i was like the fuck which isn't really wasn't really a character assassination at all she just wanted the someone to acknowledge that she felt extremely uncomfortable and like her personal space was violated and it's right. okay to say that. It's okay to Why say that. Why are we saying that that's an assassination of character? Why don't we understand? Why are we connecting that to this? Like why, why is, I, I don't understand why people think that Crystal is in the wrong for that. I, I at yeah. least understand why Kyle doesn't get it because like Kyle doesn't get it. Mm -hmm. But I thought that Sutton understood it by the end. I don't understand why that's now being shifted back into being some way to reveal Crystal being duplicitous. Yeah. I thought that Sutton understood the use of the word when she had a better understanding of what Crystal has dealt with, with yeah. her disordered eating and body dysmorphia. Yeah. That's what I assume anyway she means by the initial no, I assassination. Think that's totally right. And I was like, what the fuck? And it wasn't in like behind her back by any means. I mean, Crystal laid it out on the table and, you know, fought for that space all season. She wasn't talking shit. I mean, I think there was a moment where she might have told Kyle first and then it had to come to light, but it wasn't like a campaign. Yeah, you're right. She was she, she was talking about it when Sutton wasn't there, but it wasn't a campaign assassinating Sutton's character. It was sharing her experience and I mean, a closer connection to a campaign assassinating someone's character is saying you don't care about your friends. You only care about accruing power. That yes. is an example of harming someone's reputation potentially without even providing examples versus what Crystal did, which was sharing her feelings about her experience with absolute understandable reasons why. This is just aimless gossip. Yeah. And can we just say this is the first lady of the Lion King? Like she's should be like Hakuna Matata. <laughs> I mean <laughs> it means truly Sutton, it means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a something something <laughs> philosophy. Mm -hmm. What is it? It's a problem free. Yeah. A problem free philosophy, Hakuna Matata. And as you can see the wall behind me, Ursula, Ursula Energy. Did you know? Drawn by Rob Minkoff. Did you know that Ursula is Triton's sister? What? No, she's not. There's like a backstory. Mm -hmm. No, that's that's not right. Okay. According to who? Oh, I forget. I should. I wasn't ready. Reddit. For this. Is this a, Is this why people go on Reddit? I'm gonna need to see those receipts. I'm gonna need to see those receipts, and I'm gonna need to see Ursula and Triton on Watch What Happens Live with Skipper or whatever 
uh, maybe a flamingo or something as the bartender, a water flamingo. And I'm going to need to see, I'm going to need to see a real sit down for that. I don't believe that. I don't believe All right. That. I'll do your music stuff. That's like the star. I don't watch Star Wars because I'm just so tired. But like, that's the, you're my dad thing, right? Like, that's just like. Look, I'm your father. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. And um, I've decided that is not the truth. Maybe I should go on Beverly Hills. <laughs> you do well. So uh, how do we how do we move on from this? What do you think the next step is? I think we all need, I think time is one thing. Nope, we don't, we don't nope. have any of that available. <laughs> well, I, well, like I said, this is a four-dimensional ecosystem. So at any moment, Crystal could go live on IG and totally explain all of it. Do you think that she? No, I don't think she would. I'm just saying, like, we get breadcrumbs every day. So I'm interested to see what the reaction on social media and everything is now that Crystal has said it's that wasn't a thing. Do you think that Crystal's being held back from production? Like, do you think that Possibly. production is saying don't? Gen, like, don't say the stuff that happened because we really want to keep Sun here or something. I, I don't know. It's a lot. Do we need to protect Sutton that badly? Like, do we need her for the show that bad? But look, here's the thing. I Is think it a fireable offense? Potentially. It's also maybe, look, Bravo ha has a not exactly clean... Um, past when it comes to problematic people on their payroll. So it's one thing to dig up dirt. Oh, not dirt. It's not dirt. To, to, for things to come to light. It's another for things to be captured on their watch. That's the problem. And that's problematic either way. <clears throat> Whether they're covering it up because they've done a lot already and this could be very problematic for them as a network. Um. And I just lost my train of thought. Either there, it could be problematic for them as a network. Well, yeah, it's problematic to show it and it's problematic to hide to it. To hide it. You know, the thing of it is, I really think it was a part of that conversation. I think that it was a conversation that happened with Kyle maybe in and out or not paying attention or not as affected. And what Kyle, Kyle, everybody, the problem here is that because these women truly don't know what was discussed, they are thinking that it was like Sutton saying something. A slur. Yeah, like Sutton or, potentially using a racist slur. And mm -hmm. so Kyle is thinking, well, I didn't hear that, so it can't be that bad, which is Kyle's own internal scale, which is going mm -hmm. to be a different scale of anybody else, most especially a woman of color, being subjected to what could be, quote unquote, very dark, very problematic language. Yeah. During a time, that was a roller coaster weekend for Crystal. Like so much happened <laughs> with the race conversation, with the, the the space thing. You know, she's very new to this group. So that's it must have been so overwhelming. So it's very possible that you're right, that someone like Kyle or, you know, wouldn't be tuned in in the same in the same way, because this is all none of it is new to her. None of it's overwhelming to her. And she's you know a white woman in america that has doesn't have the same of experience enormous of enormous privilege of enormous privilege yeah and the thing is the thing of it is i there it's not so much that they're saying it wasn't that bad it's that kyle is saying this didn't, it didn't happen, happen. And that is really tough. And mm -hmm. it is especially tough if you think about the fact that it very well could have. And also there's footage of it, but it's not being shown yet. It doesn't mean that it uh, won't be. It doesn't mean that it won't be at the reunion. But I do think it's awfully suspicious that they could. I, I think that potential is dwindling if production isn't being forced to show it 
through the route of the show itself. Mm -hmm. Like they only showed this jacuzzi conversation because it was referenced multiple times. Right. If somebody referenced at X o'clock, she was saying this stuff and then she said this other stuff, I think that they would show it. Yeah. But for whatever reason, that's not happening. Yeah. And I do believe Kyle. I don't think she's part of trying to protect Sutton by any means. I think she believes that it wasn't said. But I think, you know, I just think that I don't think I don't think she's part of any kind of the agreement or or whatever. I mean, I, I also think she has a vested interest in shitting on Sutton. So like that's sure. neither here nor there. <laughs> Like, I don't think Kyle's like, I her I remember something and now I'm going to lie about it. I think that Kyle has her own perspective of how she thinks the story is going to go, how she's going to use her power as a spiritual producer and everything else and what she wants the cast to discuss and also what she wants to teach Crystal, which seems mm. to be a big part of this. Interesting. This is how the show works. And so just so you're aware, when you accuse somebody of something, which you might continue to do for 15 or 17 episodes, depending <laughs> on how many episodes are purchased, <laughs> depending on what you accuse that person of, you better follow up. Yeah. And I'm going to teach you by referencing this every day for the rest <laughs> of, of your, your life, life. <laughs> on the show. Until you come clean. Yeah. It's going to be literally past the pepper. Oh, did you try that? Um, delicious I don't know whatever the fuck is being served at dinner and also you know what's a really great snack you not telling us what <laughs> Sutton said so why don't we enjoy that for dessert yeah you know what I'm saying like it's never gonna end that's what that lunch was that weird fucking that was her being lunch. like this is how it goes you saw you you made your bed now you have to tell us what Sutton said <laughs> I mean, that lunch was so deeply awkward because mm -hmm. I don't think these women like each other very much. Yeah. And it there just seems to be something where, and I don't know if it's again, a veteran housewives thing, but when it comes to Crystal, people will not let her end something. Yeah. That's a good point. They... And she, cause she has said many times, I'm not going to say it. I'm not, we have worked through this. Please respect that. And they will not do it. Does it make for better TV? Yeah, but they will not let her make peace with something because look, maybe she and Sutton really did some work together and Crystal really feels like she sh shouldn't be crucified now because of how we, you know, worked through it or whatever, but no one will give her that grace to say, okay, you don't want this to be the hill that you die on. So we'll kill you on it. <laughs> I mean, for real. And also nobody's giving her the benefit of the doubt. Right. Everyone is giving Sutton the benefit of the doubt. Nobody is giving, including Garcelle, nobody is giving Crystal the benefit of the doubt in saying there must be a reason why she's using these words. But they are using her own history against her without understanding that she had a right to say she felt violated. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the more time she has to explain the reasons that she has the right to use words, I'm sure the more upsetting it is to her to feel like she has to defend her own instinctive feelings and past and present. I mean, mm -hmm. that's she's a grown ass woman. It's like ridiculous mm -hmm. to to be put in that position by other grown ass women. Like it's the the lack of um, intentional empathy here is ghastly. It is wild. Mm -hmm. Um, empathy truly doesn't seem to exist on Beverly Hills unless it's a part of the Fox Force 5, in which case they lead empathy first. Mm -hmm. Or someone, yeah, or someone has been, you know, assaulted or something extreme has happened. <laughs> someone dies or you get a gun to your head, then yeah, you can Yeah, and then some. they weaponize empathy. You didn't express empathy in the ways that I would express <laughs> empathy, so you are a bad person. And let's unpack that for several scenes. Here we go. Like... There's a lot that's happening, but it's just like, it's a complete clusterfuck. And 
I don't know, guys, you know, send me your satchels. I have a satchel spectacular up on the Patreon. Satchels of gold named in honor of Her Holiness Kelly Cloran Ben Simone from Scary Island. Are your thoughts and feelings, questions and concerns? I got so many satchels about this and the satchels changed from Mm -hmm. last week to this week. Like, I just can't get over that. Watch what happens. I can't get over that moment of Crystal saying that the jacuzzi thing which like me even talking jacuzzi about gate. it's so dumb like i want to know garcelle i want to know what garcelle felt instinctively well we don't even have to know that she said it she out said loud it. that can't be the story yeah yeah because it makes crystal look insane it makes sutton look insane well yeah actually it does yeah it, it just is insane it's just i mean I, I I can't guys it's a two-week continue because I am still spiraling I don't I haven't I have loved this conversation I don't feel a a single ounce of like peace okay yeah I feel no peace about this because we're being put in this really weird spot where we're supposed to pretend that six plus 12 equals 35 mm-hmm a number I have not yet experienced as someone in my spiritual mid twenties plus. And like, I don't even, I don't know how to, I don't, it's like we're being asked to process something that we know is bullshit. So yeah. like, why would we do that? Except that that is the show right now. And what do we get next? Erica yelling more about Sutton. Like that is the way that we take a little break from this. Are you kidding me? Erica's in attempts to insert herself and twist whatever's going on to be a moment gives me Mm. so much secondhand embarrassment yes she's so she's actually so it's like girl let yourself have a break because you know be thankful yeah she should be thankful but she can't because she's a piece of fucking shit but she's not she's not good at this She's not. She's terrible at it. She's not. And it's, it's like. It's her best quality. But I did appreciate some of her insertions in that dinner because we were going round and round in circles. And it was like she did serve as a brief like clarity thing between the two. And it was she put her turned off her like desire to have go toe to toe with Sutton at any cost aside for five minutes. See, I actually don't think she turned it aside. I think she's using it. I think she's like, okay, so your number one fear is that she's going to say that you're racist, right? I don't think she's doing that to protect Sutton. I think she's doing that so she can back pocket it later on when she comes to seek and destroy Sutton. True. And we haven't finished the meal yet. So next week she should, she could basically be like, I got this clarity so I couldn't turn it right back around and ask where my clarity was or something. Yeah, you're right. Which we know is happening in the trailer because she talks about, see, the problem with Sutton is that people haven't come hard for her before. And Erica knows an awful lot about people coming hard for her. And I think it's going to be a fun time for her to witness someone coming hard for someone about something unrelated to victims, you know, livelihoods and medical, you know, expenses and um, retirement stuff (laughs) just being stolen to pay for that outfit that you're wearing and Mikey and glam. So how is Mikey? You know what? I could do a whole show just on how is Mikey? Is he an intern? Is he? Did Sonia lend him out for this? You could argue that you need hair and makeup because it's a, it's a part of doing business. Whatever and whatever side agreement you have with your glam of I paid you a million dollars for years, so do me a solid or whatever. Whatever fucking shit she wants to try to negotiate. But why is Mikey there? Well, and don't the creative director thing. Like her creative director, what of her life? Like she's not performing. Well, so. you could you could argue she's putting on a mighty fine show right now. You could make that argument. You could. I'm like, did she learn nothing about style on her? Like, why does she need to be dressed anymore? Like, yeah, that's a that's a great point too. Yeah. It's like it, it it really goes to like argue this style that people have loved for years is as much of an act as her wealth. Mm. Like this was never her. This was never her creation. It was a creative collaboration, which 
in many ways isn't you know it is a form of style and fashion is a form of art but it also is like people are like it's a part of her character it's because she's so good at this and it's like yeah she probably had an opinion absolutely but she had a lot of very talented highly paid people surrounding her making sure that she could execute and you can tell that that's no longer the case judging by her confessionals (laughs) but it's just like she was never huge and I, I saw this as like, a celebrity, as a celebrity, as an act, like, you know, it, it, she's not Kylie Minogue. No, but that wasn't the goal. The goal was to have her um, essentially monetize being on house, monetize I'm talking oneself enough that. to get on Housewives. Oh, before oh. she was a nothing burger. Before Housewives, it was like low rent videos that Bethany, thinking back, maybe made some valid points about. Um, it, when the women went to, uh, when the women went to the Hamptons and Bethany decided to shit all over Erica Jane's act, which I should watch again for self-care. There's honestly. no brand. You have no brand. <laughs> was she wrong oh, though? No, now she's, no. now she's developed a brand, but it might not be the one that she was looking to have. Ugh. Um, what a mess. Listen, Priscilla, you know, I could talk to you all day. This is a P1. You got to come back for a P2. Um, I do want to sh- Thank you so much. So am I every day of my life. I do want to shout out your shop, your merch shop that gives back feminist cringe because the current beneficiary of your amazing products and fabulosity (laughs) is the Trevor project. And noting that this month is pride month. Um, I want to share a little bit about the Treasurer Project and include a link to your shop in the show notes for this episode. Uh, LGBTQIA plus young people are four times more likely to attempt suicide and suicide remains the second leading cause of death among all young people in the United States. Uh, the Trevor Project um The mission of the Treasurer Project is to end suicide among lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer and questioning young people. It's an incredible organization. I'm going to include a link to the Trevor Project as well as your shop in the show notes. And I just want to give a shout out to you and Feminist Cringe who are really focused on... um, uh, you know, merch that gives back. And I think that's a, a, an incredible mission to have. So um, just kudos to you and thankful to organizations like the Trevor Project that exist. Um, and I just want to say happy pride to all the AGs listening um, uh, and hope that you have a safe and healthy and happy pride month. Um, Priscilla, what can people look forward to at Bonjour Bitches? <laughs> vlog which once again i don't think i'm pronouncing bonjour correctly. it's fine you're doing, you're doing good okay thank you i didn't i didn't fuck with the r's tonight it's, it's too late tonight i didn't fuck with the r's um they can expect chaos and profanity they really there's a lot of chaos on your social a lot of chaos fun fact um one of my colleagues brought my feed up on the screen today during a client meeting oh bad idea <laughs> What was was it? Oh, it actually was a very good idea in the end. It made the the, we were having a fun light. Okay, great. We were already having a fun meeting, and this was sort of the like cherry on the Sunday. But I cute, cute, cute. We were looking through. I if anyone if anyone here happens to not be familiar with me, um, I my husband's butt crack is out a lot, and I document that in stories and that's what the hot that's the highlight that we went through with um professional women today (laughs) wow how fun for everyone you're welcome world (laughs) a little bit of light um listen where can people follow you on social and um shop your shop you can find me at bonjour bitches blog on instagram and uh feminist cringe on instagram Amazing. And guys, as I mentioned earlier in this episode, OG of the AG, Damien Bellino, and I are going to be hosting a live Andy Scrolls live stream event coming up on Thursday, June 23rd. Uh, tickets are $15 available now at loopedlive.com. That's L-O-O-P-E-D-L-I-V-E dot com. It's at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but you get to buy an on-demand ticket, which means if your time zone or busy schedule doesn't allow to participate in the show live, you get a full week to watch it, and it's content that will not be available on Andy's Girls Classic, unlike previous live shows. It's exclusive to Loop Live. 
We are announcing a special Housewives guest on Ooh. Tuesday. It's going to be told Monday night to Patreon AGs, followed by folks who follow me on social at Dame Galley, and then to you guys on the next Andy's Girl. So trust me, you're going to want to get your ticket. I am freaking out. I emailed Loop to tell them who it was. <laughs> Someone immediately emailed me and was like, oh my God, I'm such a fan. And I was like, that's right. She's I iconic this is gonna be I'm like way too excited I can't stop laughing it's gonna be so good um so I can't wait to announce that and it's not too late to buy tickets absolutely go to loopedlive.com to buy tickets and if you want to listen to that new um satchel spectacular patreon episode go to patreon.com slash andy's girls number one way to support the uh, the pod in addition to attending this upcoming live event patreon.com slash andy's girls for exclusive episodes and more priscilla a pleasure thanks so much for coming on ag how was your first experience it was it, it was like we've done this a million times Right? Because I think we have. I mean, in spirit, yeah. In DMs. In in DMs. In DMs, we've done it. And this was our first IRL. And you're welcome back anytime. It's such a pleasure. Thank you. Like I say, I'm chronically available. (laughs) As am I. Um, (laughs) Guys, on that note, hope you're all doing okay. Happy Pride to all who celebrate. And we will chat with you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.